Hi, I'm Jamie Bahamas, and let's start talking about them Dolphins. This week, a Miami Dolphins press conference with Tua Tonga-Vailoa has everybody talking. There were some statements that he made that have some fans either coming to his defense or questioning what's going on. Let's take a listen to what Tua had to say. Actually, what, what I'm saying is I didn't actually know the like the playbook necessarily really, really good. And that's on no one else's fault, you know, but my fault. And they, they, our, our play calls were simple when, when I was in, you know, I didn't have alerts and checks. Um, whereas now, you know, feeling more comfortable, you know, I can kind of maneuver my way, you know, through, through these things now. So the headlines from that started flying everywhere. Tua Tonga-Vailoa says he did not know the playbook. But you know what? We gotta be fair. I'm gonna do something that a lot of the press didn't do. First of all, we have to put this in context. If you listen to the sound bite carefully, it starts off where you can clearly hear it's a follow-up to another question and a follow-up to another statement. Tua was originally asked about the chemistry with his teammates coming into the final games of the season as some people felt that the chemistry between him and the other players on offense was not there. So let's hear the leading statement first. Well, I, I, I think last year for for me, last year wasn't, you know, uh, I, I, I wasn't as comfortable just in general. I wasn't comfortable calling plays. I think the guys that we had last year were, were phenomenal. I, I just didn't have you know, the comfortability of kind of checking plays, alerting plays and, and doing that. I, I just rode with the play, even if I knew it in a way that it, it wasn't going to work. I was going to try to make it work still. Um, but the the firepower that we have this year, I mean, it, it's good, but you, you got to get it out to them, too. You know, they, you're able to protect yourself and then get it out to them, you know, have them make plays, then then you'll be good. So you can hear from that, when the question was asked about the chemistry with his teammates, Tua started to talk about his comfort level, which also to some people might seem like a red flag, but that's not what I heard. What I heard were the statements of a really good leader. What he did was he stood up in front of his team and he wanted to make it known that those guys were doing what they were supposed to do and it's on him to be able to do his job better to help those guys to do their job better. However, the way it came across, it led for some clarification. So based on his statements, that's where the follow-up question came into, hey, are you saying that you weren't comfortable or didn't know what you were doing last year? And that's where the follow-up statement came in. So when you listen to the two together and without the context, and if you only take one little piece of the soundbite or one little clip of the statement, then yes, it probably sounds bad or looks bad or takes away a little bit of the confidence that you might have in the QB1 for the Miami Dolphins. Well, the question in the headline for this podcast is, do you believe in Tua Tonga-Vailoa? And if I'm asking the question to me, well, I might as well be standing in the altar in a shotgun wedding in Las Vegas because I do. When you listen to the entire press conference, when you look at the body of work altogether, this man has been working his butt off in the offseason to get better. He even talked about the standard that he holds himself up to. He talked about the standard that the Miami Dolphins hold themselves up to. And he's doing everything he can to hit that. You can just see the transformation physically 
in his body from when he goes in there. You heard his coach Brian Flores went out there in the press conference and also talk about not just seeing it physically, but from his cadence and his control over the huddle looks so much better. So all in all, while there were red flags about basically what he said, I look at it as not the red flags. When you listen to that as a whole, this is exactly the type of leader that you want. Now, on the flip side, let's talk about what was not said. Let's talk about my take on the whole thing. Of course Tua was not comfortable in the season last year. That's a no-brainer. If anybody thought that he should be or if he really was, that would have been even more surprising or a bigger feat. Why do I say this? Well, first of all, those Miami Dolphins last year, last season, they were built for Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's why he did so well in that team. Well, why do I say that? Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback the prior year to that. The team already had a certain chemistry that we were talking about earlier with him. On top of that, Ryan Fitzpatrick had Chan Gailey as his offensive coordinator. That is somebody he's had with him in his previous stops in his career. Those two have already worked together. The play calling of what works between the two of them was already there. So when Ryan Fitzpatrick came into a game working with Chan Gailey, there was less thought that had to go into it. He also knew what his options were. Hey, if this play doesn't work or what options I can come and work out of a play to keep going. So it was pretty much Fitzpatrick's team as much as we tried to give it to Tua at that time. So of course, it's like when you go over to stay at a friend's house or stay at a family member's house. You're not as comfortable as you are in your own home. Things aren't where you normally put them. Things might be placed in a little bit of different ways that you are normally used to having them. And, and because of that, you won't be able to move as smoothly as the person who actually lives there. But things are going to be different this year. This year, it's Tua's team. The offense is built around him. The offensive coordinators were picked because they work well with Tua. Those offensive coordinators went and did work, changed up a playbook because they know Tua is their guy and going to be their quarterback. So this year, the keys are in his hand and it's his home, his job, his players, his offense. So this whole statement about not being comfortable won't be there next year. And on top of that, to a lesser note, at the end of the day, he was a rookie. I don't care what any rookie tells you coming into the NFL. I don't care how well they play. Yes, we know Justin Herbert went out and won Rookie of the Year, so I have to give you that. But Justin Herbert himself might tell you that he might not have been as comfortable as he was this year as he will be next year going into that offense again, understanding the NFL, being another year in it, and having an offseason to prepare for what you saw the year before. So all in all, I will say it once again. Do I believe in Tua Tango Bailoa? Yes, I do. And honestly, on top of all of it, I really love the statements that came out of his mouth. What I see is we have a quarterback that's going to go out and protect his team. And two, you're going to believe the words that come out of his mouth because he was genuine. It wasn't rehearsed. It wasn't pre-prepared. He came and he answered from the heart. So that's our show for today. And there's only one thing left for me to do. And talking about them Dolphins... You know we always love it when you're talking about them Dolphins. And if you're talking about them Dolphins, you might just get a mention on our show. And on this episode, we want to give a shout out to The Athletic Mentality. That's at the AM Sports Talk on Twitter. You had so many good tweets about this very topic. It's so hard to pick out just one. So I will tell everybody out there, just go check out at the AM Sports Talk. But most of all... What you said was, hey, you know what? 
this guy actually showed that he is a good leader. In one of his statements, you can see that there was some criticism that could have been put on Chad Gailey, which I clearly pointed out in today's podcast. But if you think about it, who was backpedaling a little bit was, hey, I'm not going to let this go in the coaches. I'm going to put it solely on me, which is another reason why I said this guy is a great leader. That's what you want to do. When things go poorly, you want them to shield everybody else and take those bullets and take that back internally. When things go well, you want to share that with the rest of the team. And that's clearly what he did in that statement. And because the way it came out, he took a lot of heat for it. But you know what? Dolphins, you're in good hands. If this is the type of guy that's going to be leading you to the promised land, go and ride with him. I'm Jamie Bahamas. Thank you once again for listening to Talking About Them Dolphins. Be sure to subscribe and listen on your favorite platform so you can stay up to date with the latest episodes.